Welcome to episode four of It Is What It Is, presented by Sports Cat Value. Today is Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. And today we have our first guest, Tony Tax from Coastal Consultants. How you doing, buddy? How's everybody doing today? Listen, we have a best bet winner that we are guaranteeing everybody 100 bucks minimum. You got 100 bucks laying around. Pick it up. We've got a guaranteed winner coming up at the end of the show. Thank you guys for the invite. Well, how, Tony Tags, how does it feel to be our first guest on the, on the podcast? It feels amazing, man. I have been I have been paying attention. I have watched the first two episodes and I have listened to the first few episodes and I, I've been impressed. And I got to give I'm going to give Sportcat Value some credit on the over unders in particular. This guy knows his stuff. I'm telling you, I I don't necessarily follow over under trends a lot, but I trust Sport Cap Value when it comes to that. I, I guarantee, and I and I'm keeping up with you. You definitely had a great week last week. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, Tony, you know, I've been buzzed with you for a while and followed you, and you're as good as it comes, especially with the uh, the NFL, the NBA, the pro sports. You know what you're talking about, and I, I lean to you a lot when it comes to, you know, if I'm trying to figure one way or the other to go, you're the kind of guy I kind of piggyback off of or lean on for some advice or what you're thinking here and there. So I want to give you props on that. I appreciate it, brother. Let's so, make the, let's make the viewers some money this week. Yes, let's do it. So let's before we get we, to in this podcast episode, we're going to get, first of all go over the uh, NCAA uh, football championship that happened this past Monday. Well, not much of a championship, but we'll go over that, and then we'll talk about the NFL Wild Card Weekend. Uh, so, with that being said, let's uh, kind of get into the uh, championship that's happened this Monday. And Tony, I don't know about you, but that was a waxing. Well, on the uh, Coastal Consultant side, we obviously we had Georgia minus thirteen. Of course, again, I leave. The, I usually leave the over unders to Sport Cap Value, um, so that was our only bet. Um, we did go max on that, maybe a little SEC bias, but let's be honest, Georgia is just clearly heads and above better than um, most teams. But I do want to say this, and it may it may. A lot of people may not like this, especially the Clemson faithful, but um, anybody who says that Alabama wasn't a top four team is just, uh, I don't even know the words. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Is like You start looking at the line, and it was, I think it was like 13 and a half, 13. Well, it first came out at 13 and a half, and 13. And your first, my first inkling is, well, wow, that's a lot of points. You know, TCU's been kind of beating everybody all year. They've kind of surprised a lot of people. And then you're looking at how Georgia played coming out the gate with Ohio State. Probably should have lost if it wasn't for the kick. Um, they kind of worked their way back into that game. So you start thinking about that, looking at that. I start looking at numbers, and you start kind of reading up close to the game a couple hours out of kickoff, and everybody is on Georgia. And in this business, I've been in this a long time and knew this a long time, that scares the hell out of me when everybody is on one side. That's when Vegas really – choose you out and you know choose you up and spit you out so that is my first thing that caught me by surprise um what do you think about that tony um yeah i was a little concerned with that i saw a lot of late money come in for georgia i think a lot of the early money was on tcu um i think is i actually i'll be honest with you anytime that i see a favorite go 
over a seven or near an eight, that's an automatic fade. I go the other way and go with Vegas no matter who it is. Um, but I just felt like that was a situation where maybe they couldn't do anything about it. And let's be honest, and I wanted to ask you this. I mean, Michigan had to be – I mean, Michigan were frauds, right? I mean, I don't know how they beat Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at the playoff, you, you think Michigan and Georgia are going to win and move on. And I think that was probably the best matchup to be had, and it didn't happen just because Michigan really just kind of, you know, pooped on themselves, you know, with the pick sixes, the stop at the goal line. And and then, and then TCU barely wins the game when kind of reflecting back on that matchup. So I don't know. I just I start looking at that, and then the over the over was like sixty three and a half. And with the point spread, I'm you know I was all over the under because I'm just thinking, okay, if it is a blowout, they're going to kill the clock in the second half and run the ball. And so initially when that game started, I had the under, so I was obviously wrong on that. But you get about halfway through the fourth quarter and Georgia's their backup is like slinging it like it's a, you know, tie ball game. Oh yeah. yeah. So that really caught me by surprise considering they were up by so many points. Um, I feel like the under was still in play to be had, but they, I mean, they end up beating that by almost 10 points. So uh, yeah, it's just one, one thing you, you got to love about Kirby smart as a Georgia better is that they're never done offensively. I mean, they will score until the clock hits zero, but uh, I did wanted to ask you one thing. Um, was TCU in your top four? I'm just curious. Who was your top four? Uh, by appearance or by deserving? Yeah, I mean, if you had a vote, you know, you got to vote for the college football final. Who's your top four teams? Uh, it's, it's definitely Georgia, Michigan, um, Ohio State, and either, honestly, well, Alabama for sure. And I'd maybe throw Tennessee in there. If they don't lose the quarterback, Tennessee, I know South Carolina beat them, but Tennessee and Alabama would have drugged TCU. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, see, here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at. I Ohio State, I never get it. They play nobody. They schedule. They will schedule nobody out of conference, which means they play one game normally at home against Michigan all year. Right. So if you lose that game, in my opinion, because you scheduled nobody, and you got to remember – this is the same committee they used to keep twelve and zero Boise State teams out all the time. So if you're if you oh if you remember, a lot of people can remember back. They would do this all the time. Say, well, Boise State doesn't play anybody, even though they would beat big name schools in the bowls every year. Well, who does Ohio State play? Again, if they don't beat Michigan and they play nobody else, there's no way they should get in. But somehow every year, again, this is just my opinion. Every year, the committee and they just they play you no know, and these SEC teams beat each other up every week. I mean, you look at Alabama, and I did want to make this point: Kansas State beat TCU on a basically at a uh, on a neutral field, but that was a home game for TCU. Let's be honest. Kansas State beats TCU, and then Alabama just destroys Kansas State on a neutral field. That's I right. mean. I don't know. I guess you could. I guess you could. You know, there's 
you can always be a Monday morning quarterback, I guess. Yeah, it's always it's always easy to look back at, after the fact. I mean, I know Alabama with their two losses, like the way they lost those two games were at the end and the plays didn't go their way here and there. I mean, they – I don't think anybody's arguing against leaving, you know, is arguing against not putting Alabama in the top four. Um, so – yeah, I just think because every, it's kind of like the New England Patriots syndrome. Like, people are just so tired of Alabama. That's right. Like, all logic just is thrown to the side because, well, they're just tired of seeing Bama. It's like, wait a minute. This team lost two games, like, with the toughest schedule. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, I think they were trying to avoid the Georgia-Alabama rematch in the national title. But if that's the two best teams, that's the two best teams. I mean, we don't want to see – uh what is it? Was it a sixty-five to seven? I think was the final score on Monday. Like, yeah. And I, can I let me ask you one other thing, and we, and we'll move on here. But I wanted to ask you because you know you're very educated when it comes to these lines. If it is Georgia Alabama, I mean, are we? I mean, how could you go much more than Georgia minus three, which really tells you everything you need to know when you look at the spreads across the board? I mean. Did they get it right? Well, I think Saban said it best. He said, what would Vegas have the odds at? And I thought about that. I was like, that's very true. What would the odds be, in your opinion, on a Vegas, on a uh, Georgia-Bama neutral site game? Well, I think – I mean, I bet I bet Georgia last year when, when they played Bama in the national title, and I think it was minus three. So it's probably going to be the same, maybe four at best. Um, so, you know, that, that, that does tell a lot. And it, Going back to the spread with TCU, when that first came out, I was like, wow, you know, I was kind of caught by surprise. You know, you see 13, 13 and a half, 14, you're like, man, that's a lot of points for two teams playing for the national title. But obviously Vegas was right about that. So. Yeah, I thought they were trying to bait you to kind of take TCU because you go, wow, 13 and, you know, TCU getting no respect. And I guess rightfully so, right? That's right. So. Yeah, I mean it's that that's that's I mean they they bring the time back. It's usually with an eight o'clock kickoff. They they this is the first year I think it was at seven thirty, and that, I I know that helped. But because of the competition, everybody was was in bed by halftime, you know. And that's what they don't want that. ESPN don't want that. NCAA doesn't want that. So they they've got to go back to the drawing board. I know the twelve the twelve playoff team is going to change change that, but I think we're several years out from that. Um, I still think with the twelve man the twelve team playoff, you're going to see a lot of beatdowns in the first round. Let's just be honest about that. So I don't I don't know as far as competition if that's going to prove or whatnot, but it will determine an actual winner. We won't be having this discussion uh, in regards to who should be in or who should be out of the fourteen playoff, right? Yeah, it just seems like the same four or five teams every year, and supposedly that was their goal, which now you're going to see Southern California with the NIL. You better get used to it. You're going to see Southern California every year. Um, I don't really know how you'll stop them, and eventually you'll probably get Texas up there um, as long as uh, Sark can stay sober. So Yeah, Yeah, well, Texas, you know, they don't have much patience, so – We'll see how that goes, and, and USC yeah, for the same true. matter. So yeah, USC better get a defense before they start coming around, you know, the playoffs. So, anyways, I let's get to the NFL. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, Sports Cap took one on the chin Monday night. 
Um, but do you have those days, but you respond back and it's like I said before my in prior podcast, it's not a, you know, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. It's, it's what do you have at the end of the day when it's time to pay out? And that's all that really matters. So anyways, moving along. Um, Welcome back. We are Sports Cat Value, a sports analysis company providing you sports picks for the day through a subscription of your choice. Options include daily, weekly, and week, weekend, weekly, and 30 day. So jump on board and grab a part of our plays. We have a special going right now through the Super Bowl, and that discount code is member100 to get a, for $100 for the month. So if you apply that at checkout, that'll give you your discount. So thank you for that. Moving along, we wanted to get into, like I said earlier, the NFL betting weekend with the NFL wild card. Uh, we got two games on Saturday with the first game being between the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the line right now as of today is San Francisco minus nine and a half. Tony Tax, what you leaning about? What you thinking about here with, with this game? I am going to go with the Fighting Genos plus nine and a half. And now let me, I want to say to the audience, that means that you should bet on San Francisco. And I'm going to tell you why. Because San Francisco has burned me. And this this is personal. The <laughs> last three or four weeks, I have went against San Francisco and lost every time. So I am going against San Francisco. I'm riding with the 72-year-old Pete Carroll. <laughs> I don't care. I do think San Francisco wins. 24-17, Seattle covers nine and a half. Really? I am yes, right now, I'm, honestly, San Francisco might be the hottest team in football. Um, with the inexperienced quarterback, Brock Purdy, but he is winning football games. I know it's a lot of points, but I, if I lose, if I, right now I'm leaning to San Francisco with the nine and a half. I just like what they're doing. They're explosive and I would not be surprised if they just run the table and make it all the way to the Super Bowl here. Yeah, and uh, rightfully so. You know, this is personal for me. They have burnt me so much. I, there's, You know, it gets to the point, and every gambler knows this. That's, listen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It gets to the point where you go, no, nah, it's personal at this point. <laughs> like, I don't – I'm just not stopping. I don't care, and and that, and you get burned every time, but and you keep doing it. But that's gambling, so we love it, and that's why we're here. So, but I do have an I don't know. I just think that Seattle division rivalry nine and a half. Geno's a feel good story, you know. Brock, I don't know, and it's it's kind of like, in my opinion, one of those NBA things. I would love to get your opinion on the over under, but. I feel like the defense has tightened up in the in the professional leagues in the playoffs, and I don't think Brock Purdy will look so Jimmy G ish. I think he'll look more Andy Dalton ish after this game. Um, but I do think San Francisco escapes. Okay, well, we're kind of at odds on that one. I, when I see a line, my opinion is when you see a line that big in the NFL, something is telling there. I know, I know Seattle's playing good ball. They were fortunate enough to get in with. Uh, Detroit winning on Sunday night, being the Packers. So it could be good. It could go down to the wire. I mean, this NFL. I mean, anything happens. Any team can win on any given day. And, we'll and see- for me, and this is this is how long the consultants have been in business, folks. A lot. Some of you may remember this. A lot of you won't. This takes me back to a game where the Saints. I, I'm not sure the year. 
Um, now, obviously, Seattle is not at home in this game, but Seattle was 11.5-point dogs and beat the Saints outright. Again, that was at Seattle, but, you, hey, it's the playoffs. You really, you truly never know. What do you think about the over-under? Is at 42 right now? I'm going to leave that one to you. Um, obviously, I'll be honest, I'm kind of leaning over, which means you should probably go under. <laughs> well, you're right in the fact of taking the over. I am going to hammer the over here, over 42. San Francisco's offense is explosive, and Seattle can score as well. I'd I like a maybe a 35-24 game, maybe 28 if, if they cover, maybe well, 28. 24, 20, 44. So yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I would hammer the four, the over 42 here, just looking at it. So we'll, we'll go with that. And that's going to be a, a hell of a game to kind of kick off the wild now, card weekend. I, I, now, I do want to say this, and I don't want to stay on this game forever, but in my opinion, you know, Kyle Shanahan is one that gets a little bit too much credit, in my opinion. And, I mean, I just, you know, with Atlanta, things like that. But it'll just be interesting to see what happens with this team. Because I do agree with you. They are they should run through the NFC. Yeah. They are hot. They, they look good. They Shanahan's been here before. He's been in the Super Bowl before. He's been in the playoffs before. He went to the NFC Championship last year. They add McCaffrey. Hopefully Debo's healthy, just being a Cyclone guy. I hope he's healthy and has, a, you know, a good playoff run. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, moving on to the next game, the, the Saturday night game, we have the L.A. Chargers heading to Jacksonville uh, to play the Jaguars. The Let's see what the spread is here. We are at the Chargers are minus two on the road, traveling all the way across the country to play Trevor Lawrence in the, uh, the very hot Jaguars. Um, Tony, what are you thinking here? I am taking the Fighting Trevors plus two. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you why. Because of coaching, I, I'm going to predict this will be the game that finally gets Brandon Staley fired, it, it, the Chargers head coach. This guy goes first. I mean, this guy, you would fire him. You wouldn't let him run your Madden team. I mean, this guy will go for it. You're like, dude, you're not serious, right? Like, you, you, you're going to take a delay a game, right? And he go, you're like... You know, you skunked the guy 21 up. You're like, dude, you went for it every fourth down. Yeah. Justin Herbert deserves better, in my opinion. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going with the better coach. I'm going with Doug Peterson and the home team. Okay. Yeah, the line here is a little kind of fascinating. You're looking at it, and you're like, well, Jacksonville's at home. They won the division. They're on a run, and yet they're, they're giving points. So, to me, that's a little – Red flag, for, if you know, if you will. Uh, Justin Herbert is might be my favorite quarterback outside of Mahomes in the NFL. This guy can sling it. He can put it in spots that you know are just wild. He just has a lot of wild moments. And, and the Chargers are crazy if they don't ever protect him from the offensive line. Or, you know, he's just not going to be there long if they don't. And he's just a quarterback. I can't believe Miami passed on him and took Tua over. Him in the draft, I guess that's a big give, well. Hey, give Brian Flores credit now. Yeah, he, he did try, but <clears throat> to no avail. Yeah, I mean, my early, you know, my early instinct without really breaking down the numbers, just looking at the line, 
I'm going to have to do, you know disagree with you at this time on that. I like the Chargers here, minus two, which means they'll probably shit the bed and lose. So <laughs> we'll just go with that, you know? I, I like it. <laughs> and, and I will be honest with you, this is a toss-up game for me. Like, this isn't a game I'm probably not going to bet this game at all. Same. Um, I just have zero feel for this game, which is why I went with the better coach. And, again, I just feel like the Chargers are – they need to go get somebody. I think Jim Harbaugh would be perfect for that job, but <clears throat> I I highly doubt you see that. Yeah. Um, this is probably a, when it comes down to it on Saturday when I'm putting my card out on my website, I'm probably not going to bet it. But if you you know have a subscription and don't see it and you want to bet it, you're kind of pulling, you know, want to get my input on it. I, We'll see what happens. I probably can come up with something, but right now I'm with you. We'll, when in the long run, probably stay away and just see what happens because it could go either way. Now I do love the Sunday card. Let's get to Sunday. Yeah, so at one o'clock on Sunday, the first game we have is the Miami Dolphins traveling to Buffalo to play the Buffalo Bills. The over/under is forty-three and a half, and the spread is, I believe, it's Buffalo minus thirteen. Obviously, we know Tua's out. So, Tony, what you thinking? This is still an NFL football team. If I were, if someone called me and they said, hey, what do you think? I would say, well, let me tell you, man, it's still the NFL, okay? But here's what I'm going to say, and this is just – I have to pick again. I have to pick on this one. So the story has already been written. I know a lot of people don't they, – they have blinded – like Buffalo is clearly going to the Super Bowl, for those of you that can't see it. The, 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 the story has been written – it's already, it was written last year. Josh Allen is going to the Super Bowl this year. Lock in Buffalo 13 and a half. I don't think there's anything Vegas can do here. Skylar Thompson, um, 30 to 13 Buffalo. Yeah, I'm with you. With no, with no Tua, I just don't see this being close. This is a blowout. This has blowout written all over it. And I know that uh, Mike McDaniels. Has done a good job. I would say be careful. I will. You. I mean, I would be careful with this one. It is still the and remember Miami. What did they hold the Jets? Now was the Jets last week? Uh, was it six points? Yeah. So I mean, this defense has played well all year, but it's Josh Allen now. Yeah. So. Well, remember they Miami went up to Buffalo. Was it? I think it was Thanksgiving night or somewhere close they to. Covered, I can't I remember. I betted Miami that. I remember they covered. Yeah, I can't remember. It was a really close game, and uh, it went down to the wire. But that was with Tua, and correct. I mean, th- honestly, this is first, like a first, in- you know, instinct is this might be a stay away game as well. I just, I'm not going to bet Miami on the road without their star quarterback. If you're looking for an angle, um, yeah, I don't see any reason to to take Miami here unless you just want to be different. Um, I don't see any angle where you can say, yeah, I think they've got a good matchup with no, just stop. They they can't run. They're not <laughs> – I mean, Tyreek Hill can beat anybody, but um, <clears throat> I just don't see how they score. I don't know. Yeah. You, you see anything with the over-unders, 43-and-a-half? I, I don't – it doesn't blow my socks off. Um. I just don't see an angle there, you know, one way or the other. I would go under there because I just don't think Miami can score. <clears throat> yeah. You think it's just going to be one-sided, all Buffalo? Like like you said, yeah, a 30, possibly, 30 I mean, to 10 or something? Yeah. 
21-3, something like that. 24-3, 24-9, something like that. I mean, 28-9, something like that. Uh, speaking of, before we move along, you mentioned earlier about uh, Buffalo with the story being written and Buffalo going to the Super Bowl. Did you put? Have you put any futures, or do you have any futures odds on any teams, Tony? Buffalo, we have Buffalo. Um, took them, I believe it was after a uh, a bad loss, and I'm not exactly sure the week. Um, but you know, Buffalo has been up and down, and and a lot of times, in my opinion, you know, I try to look at it from a sports and entertainment angle. You know, Vegas. That's what you know. And but I, I don't know, man. I would watch Mahomes. I think you're definitely going to see, in my opinion, a rematch between those two um, in Kansas City. However, I do think Josh Allen will win that one and go to the Super Bowl. But we shall see. I just feel like the story's been written. Um, everybody wants to see Buffalo go and win, and everybody, people who weren't necessarily following the NFL now or following after this injury. And it's all about the storyline. Yeah, I'm with you on the Buffalo thing. Uh, The reason I asked about the futures thing is um, I had uh, put in a futures on Kansas city back in like, I want to say like week eight or week nine, they had just – I was watching one of their games, and I was like, man, that offense just look, is really gel and starting to gel and looking unbeatable, and they have just started to really play well. So I put that back in, like I said, eight, week eight or week nine, and uh, I got it at, I want to say, plus six or 700. So, you know, six, seven to one. I can't remember exactly, but I'm, I want to say it was like November 1st or 2nd. So I'm definitely going to be pulling for them, and I'll just have to say – it does look like it could be Kansas City and uh, Buffalo coming down for the uh, for the AFC, and if that's the case, we're going to have to get back on here and do it again. Well, look, I mean, you've got Kermit the Frog. I've got Josh <laughs> Allen. It's that simple. I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, our next game, we have uh, the New York Giants uh, traveling to Minnesota. To play the Vikings, the over-under is 48 with the spread being, let's see here, we are at Minnesota minus three. Tony Tax, who are we going with? This is, and and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come into this. This is, I said we're going to do this at the end of the show, but this is what I meant. This is, I have two of these. This is one of Tony Tax's max plays and let me tell you why if Kirk Cousins loses this game we are officially changing his name to Jerk Cousins (laughs) I mean this guy has lost so many games there's a thing called the odds I mean if you roll a dice so many times I mean eventually it just this guy is going to fall into a win in the playoffs eventually I I mean if you lose to Daniel Jones he has to be known as Jerk Cousins. There's just no other way around it. Um, you like that? Minnesota at home, you just have to trust them, in my opinion. With that being said, I'm very worried. Tony, I cannot agree more with you, but I'm with you. This is my – I'm going to tell you on my car come Sunday, this will be my best bet of the day. Minnesota is going to wax the Giants. Everybody loves the Giants. I do not see it. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I love Minnesota here. This is my favorite play of all the wild card games. 
So listen, can we make the viewers if um okay, so if HJ like let's make a bet here. So if Minnesota loses, let's uh let's make you t- you have to put the chains on like Kurt, put the glasses on. We'll put on the AB song and you'll have to do your little uh <laughs> put that ish on all right sold <laughs> i'll do it but i am i'm confident as well i think you have to this is just something that i don't think minnesota goes anywhere after next week right but i think as far as i mean the giants have been a great story for sure They've been a great story all year brian dayball coach of the year i don't care and maybe steve wilkes but you'd have to give it to brian dave i mean what a job the Giants, people forget. I mean, they've been nothing since Tom Coughlin. Oh, for um, sure. And so, what he did, you and Daniel Jones, you know, going from a bust to, I mean, you have to bring him back next year. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, for who, who again? I'm sorry, Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you yeah, have yeah, to yeah, bring yeah, for him sure. Back, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I will say about the Giants, they, they. The teams, who did they beat, though? I mean, they, they didn't beat anybody in the division, did they, outside of Washington? Did, well, I mean, they really, yeah, I mean, they really didn't have to be. They, I mean, they played very well. I know they beat the Panthers, um, which, again, you said they didn't beat anybody. So, yeah, yeah that's right. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe not. But, listen, they beat who was on their schedule. And before, they weren't beating who, you know, I mean. Weak division or not, um, you got to give credit where credit's due. Listen, do us a favor, make yourself some money. Re- listen, three breaths through, uh, through the nose, out the mouth, put a hundred in at least. Minnesota wins this game. Go out for a nice dinner, grab a drink. Easy money here. Take it, take it to the bank. Um, the over under here is forty eight. I just think Minnesota. The we didn't talk about the home environment. I know the NFL is not as big as it is when it comes to college football home environments, but that place in Minnesota with the dome, that arena, it is going to be rocking come Sunday afternoon. And I just think Minnesota is going to jail here. I know people don't like them and their point differentials off, but I love Minnesota and I'm thinking the over 48 as well. What do you think, Tony? Well, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I may be – I'm going to lean under. I like to lean under in the playoffs Yeah, everything. Sure. Um, in my opinion, you should take every under Saturday. You would eventually come out with money. True. Um, however, the again, everything you said I agree with. The only thing that scares me is you like that Cousins because, you know, when it comes to the playoffs, no, I don't like that. And I haven't liked what I've seen, and I'm scared to death, but – Again, the odds are the odds. Kirk has to win this game. Minnesota, Justin Jefferson should dominate this game. He's been kind of uh, – you really haven't seen much from him the last few weeks. Jefferson, that would be a good prop bet in my opinion. Um, Justin Jefferson over receptions. Um, yeah. But uh, I think he probably destroys the Giants single-handedly. Yeah, he's arguably one of the best receivers in the game. If not, the, he's definitely in the top five. If not one of the top three, for sure. It's I th- I'm like like you said earlier. I think Minnesota's going to win here and then lose next week. But in this spot, I really like them. Uh, moving along, our, our final game on Sunday night. 
at 8.15, it is the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the Baltimore Ravens. The over-under is 40.5. The spread is uh, Cincinnati minus 8.5. Obviously, we know uh, Lamar Jackson is not going to play. So, it's kind of an odd number, 8.5. What are you thinking, Tony Tax? I This is a Tony Tax match bet sleeper of the week. Take the points, take the eight and a half, take Baltimore. Huntley will deliver. And Cincinnati, I, I'm just, I'm not sold. I know everybody has, has you know, and I, and I love Joe Burrow. Um, I just believe a, a division rivalry game to get, you give John Harbaugh eight and a half. I mean, you could, you could put, I mean, you could put Blake Mitchell at quarterback and you could possibly come out and cover eight and a half. I mean, so you just got to trust that Raven defense, Baltimore special teams, Baltimore coaching, um, which is clearly uh, superior to Zach Taylor, <clears throat> who's uh, just riding Joe Burrow's coattails. But um, I just think Baltimore will shut him down. I might even with sprinkle a little money line there. I just don't trust Cincinnati. They Cincinnati never covers big spreads like this, in my opinion. Um, usually, for that matter, but um, I just I love Baltimore here. Everybody's going to be on Cincinnati. So, if you're willing to stand alone, and I am definitely probably standing alone on this one, I'm taking Baltimore eight and a half. Nah, I'm with you. I, I think. This is my first look. This is probably a stay away game for me as far as the spread. Um, but if I'm going to take anything, I, I kind of look for Baltimore to do a, kind of a backdoor cover. You know, last minute, last couple minutes left in the game, they're down 14. They get a touchdown or something to cut it to seven. Next thing you know, they're doing an onside kick, and then that's your ball game. But I will say the over under 40 and a half, this is my favorite under of the weekend. 40 and a half go under. This is an AFC North battle. This is a grinded out game. Take the under 40 and a half. And and uh, let's be clear, Lamar Jackson ruled out, and I think you have seen the last of him in Baltimore. Yeah, that's been a story that's – I guess he's kind of kept, you know, under the guards pretty well all season. But, yeah, that doesn't seem like it's going too well. They're not willing to pay what he's worth, but he's – Definitely a lot better than this, what these other quarterbacks are making. I mean, look like. Well, I mean, Russell has ruined the quarterback market forever. I mean, no, you know, if if you're a team, you're the worst worst negotiator in history. If you don't say, well, I mean, man, look at Russell. I, mean, I can't pay you that. But yeah, but if you're pay- these guys still somehow end up getting paid. Yeah, you. I mean, you could. I think they. I saw something today. It was like the top, the four highest paid quarterbacks all missed the playoffs. So. Look what that got him, you know. And compare just for thinking, if you're comparing Lamar to like Russell Wilson or um, Kyler Murray, I'd take Lamar over those two any day. Call me crazy, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, and I and I will say, you know, we'll we'll get on to the next one. Where I know we're running behind, but um, I do think it, I have a, a personal preference. I always like to fade teams that either went to the Super Bowl or made the Super Bowl. Um, 
I just, I'm, again, if Cincinnati wins this game, I think they'll squeak it out. Cincinnati's always coming back from behind. And actually, Baltimore first half may be a great bet um, for those of you looking to get a little action, maybe still on both. Um, I actually like Baltimore first half and Baltimore game that for the good. eight and a half. Yeah, that's a good point on, on the, the Super Bowl losers the next year, like, Based on history, a lot of them don't even make the playoffs. So for Cincinnati to be right. here, they they deserve a lot of credit after coming off that loss. Um, and then the final game of of the wild card uh, weekend is on Monday night. Uh, I guess they call it the Super Wild Card now. Is the Dallas Cowboys going to face Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? The over under is forty five and a half, and the spread is minus two and a half Dallas. This is going to be your biggest game of the weekend just based on who's playing and, and the eyes on hand. Tony Tax, who are we rolling with? Well, let me let me be clear when I say this. <clears throat> I'm breaking a, a, a golden rule, and it, it kills me to say this, number one. Those of you that know me and follow the consultants, we love Tom Brady. Um, we know he's the greatest ever. And so I want to begin by saying I'm not betting against Tom Brady because everybody knows the saying that you never bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. So I'm not betting against Tom Brady. I'm betting against his offensive line. <laughs> and they have been just atrocious all year. And, you know, for the haters, they're going to say, oh, Brady's fell out. Well, you get back there um, and, and let guys that are 250 pounds just – come at you at, at four or five speed um, and see how, you know, see how, how, see how long you hold on to the ball. But um, again, dude, their offensive line has been wrecked all year. Now we'll say this Tampa is going to be healthier than they've been all year. Um, I know, I think Brady said today they will be getting one, maybe two offensive linemen back. But, again, I just don't think Tampa's been bad all year. I just don't believe, even though it's Brady, he's still 45. Like, I don't think Tampa is going to turn it on. I know Dallas looked horrible last week, which is even more reason for me to take them this week because it's the NFL. Yeah. So, I just don't think that Tampa is going to be able to turn it on and – not with Brady at age 45. Um, Godwin looks slow. Evans, I don't know what's going on with them two. Um, but they're, they've just been bad all year. They, they have no business being in the play. They are, without a doubt, um, if you put Tua back on Miami, Tampa's the worst team in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, for, it's not even close. Yeah. I- like you said, they the Bucks were on TV a lot on national television a lot on you know your CBS your Fox. Obviously, I was keep up with them following the Panthers and I've watched them and the Bucks have not looked good all year. And to be honest, the Carolina Panthers two weeks ago were about ten points away from winning this division if they don't just crap in the bed in the the second half of that game down in Tampa. The Carolina Panthers probably win the division. I'm not not saying that's a whole lot, but everybody loves. Like you said, Brady in the playoffs. I don't see it. I, call me crazy. I, I think this line is a steal. Do you? I mean, I, I love this line. Dude. I mean, if you take Tom Brady out of this game, I mean, this is basically stealing money for Vegas. I heard I, st- mean, I heard the some bull crap about the turf not being right for Dallas and this and that. I'm like, are you kidding me? They they want uh, Tom Brady and Tampa to win so bad 
all the people out there, all the you know sportscasters, the anchors, what have you. Give me Dallas two and a half all day. Yeah, I mean, with that being said, it's Dallas, and I don't trust them. Um, the only thing is, is that I, again, I'm going to go back to, I'm with you. I have watched Tampa. I've watched almost every game um, that I could stomach. Um, <laughs> yeah, you go sure. back to the second half at Cincinnati. I mean, Tampa led by 17 and got beat by 17, I think. Right. Um, so they're just a bad football team and they can't, they can't block up front. They, they don't have anybody that can get open that can really beat you deep. Again, the Panthers somehow, I don't know. I, I think they brought in Josh Norman from, I think he was down at coastal and they called him and said, Hey, can you suit up tomorrow? Right. Um, I mean, Mike Evans was just running free. I mean, I don't know if anybody was supposed to be guarding him or what, but mm-hmm. they, you, I don't know. Again, Tom Brady, and again, I know I can hear it now, you know, all the Monday morning quarterbacks. Um, you never bet against Tom. And, <laughs> and I agree. I, trust me, I agree. And I'm not betting against Brady. I'm betting against the coach yeah. that is just clueless. Yeah. I mean, this guy, uh, does he even talk? I don't know. I think they have to, like, the reporters have to pinch him to get him to say ouch at halftime. Yeah. Um, I mean, this guy's like a total mute. He has no – he's horrible. Um, and the offensive court, the offensive plays, Tampa's offense just looks vanilla. It looks bad. They've just been bad all year. I, I'll be honest, if you – if you believe in it, I mean, I, Dallas is a great – you're not going to get – and I, I'll be honest with you, watch that line get down to about one and a half to one around game time. That would be great. I would love that. I mean, I'm surprised it hadn't moved yet because the way everybody – It's down to two and a half. Yeah. It's, what did it come out as? Because I had three. Re- three, okay. Yeah. I wonder if this, this is a potential for some reverse line movement here with every – you know. But I – I'm not going to – if I'm going to lose this bet, it's because Dallas just craps themselves. And it's, I don't see Brady and the Bucks beating Dallas like that. I think it's just Dallas is going to shoot themselves in the foot. Is how that's going to – if they do lose, it's going to be that way. So, um, And, you know, and it is the Cowboys, so you, you know, you, you really – you never can trust them. But, um, you know, listen, I – I don't know. You tell me who wins the NFC. The NFC to face since I since I already told you I got a you know futures on on Kansas City to win the AFC. I think it's going to be the 49ers. I think they're going to beat the Eagles. Everybody loves the Eagles. I, I think it's going to be the 49ers. Yeah, <clears throat> it's that's a good pick. I mean, you know, I. I, I just don't know. I mean, the NFL's uh, the NFC. I'm sorry, has been such a toss up. I mean, who knows, man? I mean, could this be the year Dallas does it? I, I mean, you know, they've been. Let's be honest, Dallas for a, a stretch there looked like Super Bowl contenders. So you never know. But listen, you got plenty of games in there to get rich on. There's plenty um, that we have given you. We feel like to make money, and I'll give you one more prop bet. I like Micah Parsons. I'm not sure. I think it's over two sacks or over one and a half, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's the same. I mean, t- Tampa's tackles have been awful. I mean, you might could pull a school bus around them. And, you know, <laughs> they really have just been that bad. Um, so yeah, I will say if 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 you're going to if, if any of you all out there are going to bet Tampa and they're getting two and a half, 
bet the money line. Why, why would you bet the two and a half? Take the money line. There's more value there um, if you're going to do that the, with the points. Like, just take the money line. Um, so, yeah, so we've uh, gone through all the games for the wild card. There's a lot of good teams on, in both conferences. It's going to be a great weekend. And uh, we'll look forward to see how this plays out and uh, moving forward. And uh, Tony Tax, where can they find you at? Everybody follow us on Twitter, Coastal Consultant 07. Um, we're usually on there stirring stuff up all the time. We're we're in everybody's mentions. We're making predictions. We're, we're all the time making money. Like we say, some people play the stock market. Some people pay, you know, play CDs, banks, stuff like that, real estate. We, we gamble. We, <laughs> we know the teams. We, that's right. That's what we do. You know, we've been doing this forever, and that's what we love to do. So if you'd like to follow along, have some fun, make some money, Give us a follow, man, and uh, thank you guys so much for the invite. Um, and again, you know, if any, you know, if, we, if these picks are horrible, you know, we look forward to coming back and, um, you know, admitting we were wrong. That's right. Yeah, and it's, it's been a fun, you know, fun, you know, talking with you, and thank you for taking the time uh, to be with us. And uh, we'll definitely do this again soon. We'll. we'll We'll make our since you're the NBA expert. Well, next time we'll have you on, hopefully soon, and uh, we'll go over some NBA. I know we're just kind of getting into the NBA season, but maybe there's some futures to look at as far as you know some NBA championships and kind of see who's striving. But uh, I know you want to kind of speak on, but there's some some value to be made in the in the NBA, correct? Yes, sir. Always money to be made every day, all day, every day. NBA. Um, the NBA is very hard. So if you're a amateur better out there. Don't be stupid. You you're not gonna win in the NBA. We got year. Listen, we've lost years in the NBA, and like we always say, you got to lose before you can win. And we are winning. Our track record shows that. Check Twitter. Check our loyal followers who believe in us. Um, and yeah, you know we we just um, we're here to make you money. And um, again, we thank you guys for the opportunity. All right. Well, thanks again. And uh, again, this is Sports Cat Value. It is what it is podcast episode four. We're signing out. It's follow us at, at Sports Cat Value. Um, a discount. Sign up for our membership. We have a monthly membership discount going. It's member one hundred. Apply that at discount for your uh, for it to uh, take off for you. And uh, hopefully, wishing you the best on all your picks. And uh, looking forward to a, a wonderful weekend. Until then, signing out from the skiff.